The Pete Matt and Kimber podcast for ABC Blind's $4 million clearance sale. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Welcome to, Hi. Welcome Morning. to the podcast. Morning. Extra bits. Extra bits. Extra bits and tits. <laughs> I'm going to make that a thing. Yeah. I'm going to make that a thing. I can't Are help you? but feel that it's quite specific, given that I'm the only one here with breasts. I oh, know, Pete's got um, breasts as well. Oh, yeah, mate. God. What are you talking about? To be fair, though, if we're going to base it on current content and content that has been delivered, it should be extra bits, tits, but mostly shits. Oh, that's actually quite too heavy, for want of a better term. Do you know that that's your life, guys? Your lives are poo heavy. You talk about your bowel movements and where you're going all the time. Well, the real question today is... I just love how this started like that. The real question today is, will it continue on that trend? Well... Oh. Now, I know something you. that you guys don't. Oh, oh, okay. We obviously had the Rotto Swim um, on Saturday. We had yes. Cody Simpson, Mac Horton, uh, and our fantastic swimmers, um, Bailey and Grace. Chloe. 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 And Bailey Armstrong. Um, and we had a fantastic, a fantastic time. Rami and I had an event on, which I was unfortunately unable to go to. Yes. It was like... For sponsors and that sort of thing, mix is the media partner. Bit of a VIP lunch. Yeah. And so I and Carrot, along with our boss Erica, went along. We meant to go along to represent Mix 94.5. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carrot had to go uh, home early, so it was just Ke- uh, Erica and myself and my right. beautiful partner Jacob, who came in from the mainland to join us for this. We love you, Jake. You're very beautiful. He was a great plus one. Um, Erica had to leave early, like half an hour into the event. Uh, to catch the early ferry for whatever reason. At which point were you feeling that you'd been t- completely sucked into this <laughs> yeah. and everyone had left you? Because we weren't there. We'd already gone home. Carrots bailed. Literally. So That's I had the, what the you're thinking. I'm thinking, out. oh, my God, now producer Rami is the only representative <laughs> of Mix 94.5. Right. The story starts now for me. Yeah, the okay. better as okay. well, yes. I can tell you that. So right. let's just say I had the weight of uh, Mix on my shoulders. Uh-huh. Um, and, well, so... Once we got, once we get back to the mainland, Jake was always going to drive us home, so he was the designated driver. Okay. So I have free reign to do whatever I want. Oh God. We met two lovely women on at this event, yeah. and I call them the Kath and Kim of Cottesloe. They just like two beautiful, older blonde women who are just like five Aperol spritzes in and just having a laugh. And I was like, oh, I'm going to join this. We had great chats. Before I knew it, I was also five Aperol spritzes in to the point where the Bar got cut off at 3 p.m. because that was it, you know, enough for free drinks. But you were cut off at 2. <laughs> I decided to waltz on over to the bar and shout us all Aperol spritzes. Okay. So my bank records show me the next day. Um, anyway, I got, long story short, Jacob took me to the ferry to head back home. Oh, no. And I was one of those people with the, the bath bag in my hand. Oh, oh lovely. Um, it was Whoa. up to Jake to ensure everyone around me knew that I was just seasick, not drunk. Yes. Because I, I don't remember looking up at all the whole time. Can I ask you where you were sitting on the boat? Um, oh, for fuck's sake, not this, Kimber. <laughs> Can I, I'm just out of curiosity. Where were you sitting on the boat? Um, not the front of the boat. Sure? Yeah, yeah. I was uh, at the back you know, in direction to where we're heading sort of thing. Oh, that's Facing right. We, yeah, yeah right, Kimber, on the way over. 
I mean, Somehow I think this story's got less to do with your great life hack about not sitting at the front of the boat if you suffer from seasickness <laughs> and really is about how many Aperol spritzes, <laughs> honestly. Also, were you just throwing up an orange that you just don't ever oh, want to see again? Literally, literally, that, that yeah. colour is really unsettling. And I was thinking, why am I so sick? And then Jake, bless him, reminded me that I was at one point mixing my wine with the Aperol spritzes oh, and just chucking them. We had a long oh. day, guys. As yeah. you say, Matt, representing Mix 94.5, glad we sent in Rami. But yeah. we got like I got like a nice, I know this is very visual, but this is the lovely ladies that we met. Oh, they're gorgeous. Um, yeah, they actually turn out to be uh, oh, Roto, yeah. Roto race officials. Oh, yes. Okay. And so their husbands were working on the boat and they were just waiting for the day to finish so Beautiful. they can, you know, get out, so out of there. So they're not Roto race officials. They are they, with their husbands. Were they? They were just, they just oh. clocked But they off. were on the island pissed. Yes. Oh, good they on clocked them. off. We had such good chats. It's one of those, yeah. you know, where it starts off cordial and then it ends in um, <laughs> Aperol. <laughs> 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 oh, nice. <laughs> that's not where it ends, by the way. Just, this is a shout out to my partner, Jacob, because he looks after me really well. When I get home, I'd realised that I'd passed out the entire drive from Fremantle back to where we live. And you live a fair way from Fremantle. Yes. That is a long yeah. drive. It's an hour drive. Yeah. And I get in t- inside the house and I feel a bit wet. Oh, no. Oh, I thought we were... I thought we were... I honestly thought we were through the peak of the story. There's no. more. Did you wet yourself, I love? pissed myself <laughs> in the car. Rami. I pissed myself. Oh. Oh. How strong were those Aperols? I feel like every Aperol spritz I drink, I'm like, when are they going to start putting booze in this? And you, you know, know, you know oh, how wow. strong those Aperols were? He's telling this entire story from an ISDN line on Rotten <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Wow, you wet yourself in the car. I've never been drunk enough to urinate myself. Did he notice that you were doing that? No, I noticed. And I went, babe, what what is that? And he goes, did she piss yourself? (gasps) I'm like, please don't talk about this to anyone. He's like, oh, you've got to tell it on the radio. I know you are. (laughs) Wow, man. Took it off in Jake. the in the wash, oh, and God, yeah. it's a big shout out to him. What and a just, good man! Yeah. yeah. Did Did Jake have any drinks? No. Oh, he had a couple. I was going to say he was designated driver. You so. you owe Jake big time. Oh, hundred percent. Hey, he got a free trip to Rotto out of this. Mm, that's, that's right. That's you true. tell Jake when he's ready. My door is open. <laughs> <laughs> But um, oh, but yeah. Wow. So that that that's how I represented Mix ninety four point five. Thanks, guys. Well done. Yeah, wow. it was good. Um, the ladies love the show, by the way. I got their, oh, shout out to Ange and Terry. There we go. Ange Beautiful. and Terry. Ange yeah. and okay. Terry. Yeah. Are they going to love knowing how your afternoon turned out? <laughs> hey, that probably be worse. <laughs> it turns out they spent the entire time talking about 96 FM. <laughs> and you were just pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even know. We love Claire's and oh, Lisa. I had a lovely time with Claire. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's on the podcast for today, guys? Thank well, God for you. Roto Swim Recap. We thought you thought you may have had it, but there is actually We thought one. all those people beat a record, but it was just that the ladies were just, you know, drinking some Aperols and yeah. picking the numbers at random. Um, <laughs> this was fascinating this morning. The sheer number of people that piled in for Kira's, Kimber's ghost cars. I know. I, th- I, I was embarrassed to go to air because I thought that you were all going to pick on me, but I was really glad that other people have experienced ghost cars as well. There I was shocked by the number of calls we got. Mm. <laughs> shocked and slightly alarmed and yeah. a bit disappointed. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 100%. They've parked. We had our first Monday motivation uh, with Sarah DiLorenzo. 
Yeah. Some, some and then I went picks. straight out into the office and ate that Hershey's kiss that was in my desk. <laughs> Worked really well. <laughs> and, and, I, and I don't know why, because, gee, they're horrible chocolates, aren't they? Vomit chocolate. Oh, Hershey's kiss, yeah. it does. It's gross. Vomit chocolate. <laughs> oh, it's that desperate, you know, I was. Uh, living with your parents in your 30s and 40s. Yep. Made a run today, and we heard some interesting calls as to why. Oh, well, uh, yeah. And, uh, Maddie, what a weekend you had, eh? Oh. I mean, yeah, I don't like to gloat, but yeah, the Snoop Dogg's in town and of course we caught up as we always do. Yeah. No, he's always got time for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here you go. Have a podcast. Enjoy. It's going to be a ripping evening to get out. Enjoy a balmy Perth evening on the way to RAC Arena for Snoop, right, Maddie? Snoop Dogg is in town. Pete, uh, this is question without notice. Have you got that audio of him in Belmont? Um, no, have you got rid of it? Yes, <laughs> it is. I've got it. I've got it. I've got you got it. it. You got it. We made it to Australia. And the man down under. Hey. Hey. That's the Snoop Dogg in town. On Great Eastern Highway, the <laughs> land just, down under. He's just happy to be here, even if it is Great Eastern Highway in Belmont. And I think that's the Snoop Dogg that I know. You know, he doesn't need the, the, the penthouse at Crown. He doesn't need to be on a super yacht or a zip line. You know, he just loves the simple things. So I, I grabbed Snoop yesterday and I took him on a tour of some of Perth's simple pleasures. Snoop, uh, welcome to Adventure World. I love a m- adventure. Quite. Uh, yes, so well, this is a, a lovely way to see the park on the rail rider. Yeah. Now that's the welcome area and you can see there that people have toilet facilities and they can even hire a locker for the day, which can be quite handy. Yeah? Oh, what's that? That's the racetrack. Yeah, those cars can reach speeds of up to three kilometres an hour, so quite a buzz for the kids and and those adults that haven't quite grown up. (laughs) Yeah. Snoop, welcome to Morley Galleria. Mmm, I love a m- Morley Shopping Mall. Yes, yes, well, it's, it's, it's very well appointed. Uh, Kmart, Coles and Woolworths and, and everything in between. Yeah? What's that? Oh, your phone screen is cracked. Yeah. Well, here at Morley Galleria, they have any number of kiosks and phone shops that can fix your mobile or cell phone, as you say. Yeah? Absolutely, Snoops. Uh, we'll just give it to this guy and oh, you and me can go and chill with the gin and juice over at the uh, Morley local. Yeah. Hey, Snoop, where are you going? Oh, Smoke Mart. Yep, well, I'm sure you know what you want from Smoke Mart. <laughs> yeah. And, Snoop, this is Waldex Nursery in Kingsley. I love a m- nursery, man. It's peaceful, isn't it? Yeah. That over there, that's Wanneroo Road. We'll, we'll, we'll actually take that back through Dog Swamp and we'll, we'll pick you up some Hungry Jacks if you want. Oh, uh, excuse me, Burger King. We call it Hungry Jacks. Yeah? Mmm. And you got your little bonsai? Yeah. And you were saying you, you wanted something to do in the hotel room? Mmm. Well, you know, here at Waldex Kingsley, they've got coits. I love coits. Yes. Well, that's, that's lovely, isn't it? We'll, we'll get you some. Yeah. Wow, man. Uh, just a beautiful afternoon. Yeah, He's just a simple man. Incredible connection between the two of you. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you can really feel the vibes. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, that's <laughs> one of those friendships. You know, you don't see each other for a while, but bang, it's like it was yesterday. <laughs> I would like to go back to around about 5.30 this morning, please. 
Oh, come on. No, I need to talk about this. I just brought it up out of interest. Yeah. I wasn't pitching it as a, like, let's do this on the show. I was just saying it happened to me this morning. I know, but it was, like, better than anything else that any of us pitched this morning. Stop I needed it. to talk about this. So we're sitting around, <laughs> and, then, and then you just go, oh, man, ghost cars again. Um, I had a ghost car experience this morning. What? What do you mean ghost car? Can you I... now you need to explain this to me and explain this to Mixed Fam who are listening right now. Well, I'm embarrassed now because when I explained it to you guys, you all said that's ridiculous and it doesn't happen. But it does happen. This happens to me a couple of times a year. Yep. Now, I do this really unusual thing when I'm driving and I check my blind spots and my rear mirrors. Mm. I know that's unheard of in Perth. So mm-hmm. we'll start with that so you know where I'm coming from, right? Okay, yep. So... I was turning left at Glendalow Primary down here onto Harborn. Uh, okay. The so. no- noted haunted intersection, of <laughs> course. <laughs> it's not that it's haunted. Oh, man. Go I was, on, go on. I'm turning left onto Harborn Street at the outside Glendalow Primary. Now, yeah, there's yeah. a white four-wheel drive Land Cruiser uh-huh. in the right lane next to me, and it's about two car distances back. A white four-wheel drive Land Cruiser. Right. License plates, Casper. It's, t- okay. <laughs> it's about two, dis- two cars distance right now. I turn left and they're going straight. So I expect them to go straight through the intersection. But when I looked in my rear vision mirror, they were gone. Now, I mean that there would have been no turn. They didn't turn to follow me. They didn't turn right. They didn't stop at the lights. They didn't go through the lights. They were gone. And I'm saying this happens to me. It's like a glitch in the Matrix or something. It happens a couple of times a year where there's a car behind you. going from the X-Files to the Matrix. Okay. (laughs) Cool. Okay. You know, you're like you're driving down the street and there's a car behind you and then all of a sudden they're just not there. And they haven't pulled into a driveway. They haven't they've just gone. Yeah. And I'm it ha- this car vanished. Yeah. Consensus please. Producer Rami oh, and producer Carrot have this happened to you. Uh no, I think no. you were just caught up with Snoop Dogg. You d- <laughs> <laughs> can't say this has ever happened to me. Right. Yeah, but it, uh, it does happen. Mm. It does happen. Uh, yeah, sure. Now, I... I Look, I, okay. I'm no, gonna... but you know me of all people, right? I'm completely open to anything. Yes. I'm completely open to yep. anything and except everything. Except ghost cars. A ex- little bit of ghost cars. If you've ever seen a ghost car, if you've had this experience where the car, you're, you're somewhere and you see a car and it just vanishes. It's just not there anymore. <gasps> Or, or you could text us, I guess. I'm just saying. If you are a ghost cat. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where it went, Pete. Okay. No, I'm very curious to know if this happens to anybody else. So I'm throwing it out there. We weren't going to do this as give us a call, but I'm throwing it out. I want to go anyway. Susan in Embleton, this happens to you, ghost cars? Yes, several times. I have to tell you, Kimber, I thought I was going crazy. I'm but s- I know I'm not because... The third time it happened to me, I thought, right, I'm going to slow right down. And I actually caught the back end of the car. The thing is, as you're turning the corners, there are about two car lengths behind you. By the time you look in your revision mirror, they have already passed you. Look, I know that, Susan, and I know that the physics of that makes sense. But this has happened to me a couple of times a year, ongoing for a number of years now. I have multiple experiences of different yes. types where they'll turn into the street behind you and then they're not there. Yes, exactly. Su- Susan, was yours also a white land cruiser? <laughs> Actually, I think one of them was. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's, there's, Tim there's one just out said there. it happens to him as well. Yeah, okay. Okay, Monique in Balladura, have you ever witnessed a ghost car? 
I have. I was so on board when you brought this up and no one else believes me as well. What happened to you? Um, I've been driving straight on the highway and someone's been next to me and all of a sudden the next time I look there, they're just gone. Yes. And there's nowhere for them to go. Are you sure you just like you just haven't hit the hundred where it get like goes to eighty, Monique? And then <laughs> You're still doing 100 and they're a little way behind you. There is simply no no explanation, Monique, other than the fact it vanished, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just gone and, yeah, I can't explain it. Thank you, Monique. Okay, I'm so glad that there are other people and that you guys were making me feel like I was losing it this morning. No, just curious. Travis in Cloverdale, ghost cars, yes or no? Uh, Well, I say yes, but um, I I experienced what I would say is flipping the matrix. Yes, Um, go for it. I love these stories. Yep. <laughs> turning into um, Rockaby Road mm-hmm. at the light, and I pulled up behind this maroon car, and they had such a faded, peeled-off paint job that looks like it's fallen off. It was in front of me. Anyway, I looked behind me, had a look around, turned back in front of me, and suddenly the maroon car was on the right-hand lane, and there was a white car in front of me. Yeah, was it right? a white Land Cruiser? <laughs> Travis, was it a Land Cruiser? <laughs> No, it wasn't an anchor, sorry to say, but it was okay. just a white car. But I couldn't believe it that I looked over and I'm sure this car was in front of me and the next minute it's over on the right-hand lane. Seriously, it's a glitch. Travis, can I just say yeah. something, right? Um, have you yep. seen The Sixth Sense? Uh, yes. I don't want to spoil it too much, but what if you are the ghost car, Travis? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> This on the front page of the West, Kimba. Big, big story in the West. More than 100,000 West Australian adults still living at home with their parents. Because stuff's expensive. Mm-hmm. It's too hard. Like, I moved out when I was 17 and I lived in a place in Frio and I paid 50 bucks a, a week for rent. And the landlord found out I didn't have a job at the time and he goes, ah, oh, just pay 25 25 oh, okay. bucks a week to live in South Fremantle. Jeez, that's not bad. <laughs> but you're like, so you were 17, uh, you know, and sort of mid-20s, quite normal apparently according to this, but they're talking about like into your 30s and 40s now. It's huge. The difference now, 30s and 40s, the group of people above 30 has jumped 36% in the last decade. So they reckon there's about 40,000 people in their in their 30s and 40s yep. living at home with their parents. And I reckon like there's a bit of baggage that comes along with that because I, I think yeah. By the time you're in your 30s and 40s, there's a fair chance you've probably got a partner, you've probably been up to some things, you've, you might even have kids, Like, mm-hmm. but life throws curveballs at you. Yeah. Well, one of the girls in this article was saying that like, she goes through phases where she wants her independence from her mum, but she also goes, I've got a great relationship with my mum and I think I would rather this than the awkward conversations I have to have with housemates. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll run <laughs> so, with that. I don't know. I don't know what it's like if you want to bring somebody home or... I'll tell you what it's like because I had to do it for 10 days last year. Oh, how was that? And it was it was lovely. <laughs> Bringing your wrong. wife home. And I took... I, t- <laughs> I think that's a bit different. I took, you know, me and uh, Liz and the kids had to move in with mum and dad and yeah. it was wonderful, but it was tight. And like, it was it only was 10 days. And it was 10 days. And don't get me wrong, I love you, mum, love you, dad, because I know that they're listening. Um, but it, it was tight. We got to the stage where I was like, you know, it was nice to be in our own space again sort of thing. But I did take advantage of it. Uh, mum, yep, yes, I will have a coffee to wake up to in the morning. Thank you very much. Yes, please, mum, I'll have the toast. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. if you if you wouldn't mind just popping me my undies in with the rest of the stuff, that'd be great. Thanks, Mum. Oh, my God. Look, we want to hear from you. <laughs> if you are in your 30s or 40s and you are living at home with your parents, just give us a call. We want to hear what it's like, whether it's a cool situation or whether you really would love to get out. <laughs> and why? Yeah. And safe space too. No judge here. Just oh, interesting. Oh, God, no. Everything's expensive. Kelly and Lockridge, and we're asking, you know, you're still living at home in your 30s and your 40s? Because that was the big thing we took out of this. It wasn't like your mid-20s or anything. It was yeah. 30s and 40s. Yep. Non-judgy yeah. space. We're just curious. What's going on, Kelly? All right. So um, I moved out of my pa- um, of my parents when I was 18 mm-hmm. and then just recently moved back about two years ago. Um, during COVID, obviously, the rent and everything just skyrocketed. Yep. Um, my partner was obviously working away and it was a lot harder for him to get back into Perth because of the restrictions. And oh, So have you gone back to mum and dad's with partner as well? And three kids, yeah. Whoa, okay. Pete tried that for 10 days last year. 10 days was tight. <laughs> it was You've tight. been doing it for a couple of years, Kelly. Yeah, we're going on to our second year now. How do you find the relationship with your folks? Is that easy? Because I always think, you know, when you go back as an adult, they still sort of see you as a 17-year-old sometimes. Yeah, it was easy at first, but now it's gotten a little bit more difficult. <laughs> what do you mean? Um, well, we get on like every now, you know, parents, they would like, come on, you've got to clean up after yourselves, which we do, but obviously there's always something we haven't done and we're adults now, so we're like, we don't really need to be told what to do Oh mate, and, we and, love them. And three kids, like I swear to God, we try to keep our house clean, try, and you put something away and they, they just pull it out five minutes later. Forget yeah, about you it. Blink, yeah, you blink and it's back on the ground again. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Kelly, is it lovely for your relationship with your parents though? Because, you know, as our parents age, we don't get to spend as much time with them. And like, so is it is it lovely like that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when we were living away, even though we were only in Averley, so it was only like a 20-minute drive, it just seemed impossible to reach each other. Yeah, so. okay. All right, so it can bring you together as well. And mum's standing there right now with a pair of tongs in your back going, you better say nice things. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm hoping she's asleep because she works night shift, so don't just, uh... <laughs> Don't kick us out, mum. Uh, Michael in Belden. So we did say in your 30s and your 40s. You're in your 40s, mate? I'm 42, yes. Michael, have you ever left home and come back or have you been there the whole time? Um, I left home when I was in my late teens, moved in with friends and stuff like that and rented for ages and then COVID hit a couple of years ago. I was doing Uber on Friday and Saturday nights mm-hmm. and in a big van, so that was a good income and then COVID hit and I had to stop. Ah, Now, Michael, can I, I lost- ask, are you like dating or anything? Do you have to um, deal with I that was- while at home? Okay, so I was married and breaking up with my wife at the time. Oh, rough. And I'd found a new girlfriend and we'd moved into a house together. And we just, um, yeah, after COVID hit, we couldn't really afford it anymore. So, hang on, are you still with the new girlfriend? Yes. Okay, and you're both under the mum and dad's roof? No, she had to move back in with her mum and I had to move back in with mine. Oh, Oh, this is is gold, Michael. And do you both find it okay? Are you coping with that? And whose house do you stay at? Um, well, she stays at her place with her two kids most of the time and then stays over mine in the daddy flat. She's got a granny <laughs> flat because I am not a granny. Okay, so you mean daddy flat. The daddy flat or the daddy flat? Because <laughs> 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 you've got, you got to do it My somewhere, girl. buddy. Like, you know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> 
<laughs> I love it. Also, COVID, remember that thing? Yeah. yeah. It's all right, nothing getting in the way of sleepovers. It was beautiful conditions for the South 32 Rottnest Channel swim on Saturday, Kimba. We had the best day. Neither of us got in the water, of course, um, thanks to Dome for just filling us with food all, all morning. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I rolled all the way home. <laughs> but other people... the bottom of the ocean. ...really broke personal goals and had a great time. But yep. we loved seeing everybody. We really enjoyed the day. Take a listen to how it went down. It's Pete, Matt and Kimber. We're live at the finish line of the South 32 Rottnest Channel Swim. The top four finishers for the blokes, solo crossing, all broken the original record of three hours and 59 minutes. But the man with the gold chain around his neck is Bailey Armstrong, 24 years of age with a time of 3.48. Give him a round of applause. That is huge. Mate, congratulations. How are you feeling? Pretty tired. It's not every day you have a bunch of people cheering you. On, so it feels pretty surreal. What will you do when all of this calms down a bit? What's uh, going to be your personal swim celebration? Back. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I'm pretty excited to just check out this island. I've heard it's unreal. You've swum 20k's and now you're going to do a bit of sightseeing, are you? <laughs> <laughs> Three years in a row at a time of 4.14, breaking the record of 4.21. Chloe Truscott, so nice to have you here with us. I mean, it's really nice to come back here year after year at such a great event and love seeing you guys as well. So, <laughs> I did say a couple of weeks ago that this would be my last solo, but I guess never say never. We believe that four is the record. Yes. And, I mean, it's your opportunity, right? I mean, probably it's what time of the year do you want us to call you to kind of coax you into it? <laughs> um, maybe we'll say August. Okay. okay All right, August. it's in the diary. That's uh-huh. enough time to train. It's only 4.5. All right, so we've got Mac Horton and Cody Simpson here with Team Gusk. Stands for Griffith University Swimming Clubs. So oh, Gusk, yeah. Yeah, Gusk. perfect sense. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to stand in front of, like, four really bulky, muscled-up blokes and say, that's a poop name, we have to come up with something better. Any ideas? My favourite team name that we saw was Cody Shrimpson, somewhere in there. <laughs> I, thought, I, I wish we did that one, to be honest. Yeah. Now, uh, this is the famous Rottnest Bakery Chunky Steak Pie. Cody Simpsons in. All right. Go on, Cody. Oh, this. How is it? Mm. Yes. <laughs> great day. It's a great day. Great big interview with Cody. We did talk to him a bunch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you can get it on the podcast. Uh, just uh, search Pete, Matt and Kimber on the listener app. But. But. We squirreled something away. We, we what? Sorry, we squirreled. Squirreled something away. You said it like me then. Look, look what I'm holding. Oh, you stole it. Yeah, yeah. It is a South 32 Channel Rottnest Swim uh, bottle, aluminium mm-hmm. kind of drinking bottle, but it's better than that. Yeah, not just anyone's. This is Mac Horton's. It's Mac South Horton's. South 32 Rottnest Channel Swim drinking how, bottle. How much of it is he drunk? About half? Yeah, about half. Maybe a bit, bit more. It has his saliva in it and everything. It is definitely jam-packed with Mac Horton goobers. Now, we have the fun bucket in here, <laughs> which we open up every week yep. uh, when we play Kimber's Big Ones on a Thursday. I'm going to hand this to you. You can put that in oh, the fun bucket. Oh, we're going to put Mac Horton's fun bottle bucket. in the fun bucket. Yeah, put that in the fun Someone bucket. Someone can win it as a prize. All right, but that's not off. All right, it's in the bucket. Okay. We also have <laughs> Cody Simpson's. Leftover half-eaten chunky steak rottenest bakery pie. <laughs> what are we going to do with that? Now I'm not sure yet. It's in the fridge. Yeah, 
But Half we are, wrapped. We are going to vacuum seal it and pop it in the freezer. Uh, Kerry, the producer, you got your hand up. What's up? It's currently sitting in my fridge at home. Okay. <laughs> so we don't know what we're going to do with it yet, um, but stay tuned. Okay, who wants a half-eaten pie? Am I ready? The HBF Run for a Reason is on Sunday, May 21. Enter now at hbfrun.com.au. And with Pete, Matt and Kimber, here's a bit of Monday motivation on Mix 94.5. All right, welcome to Monday Motivation. Thanks to our mates at HBF. We're doing that with Sarah DiLorenzo, clinical nutritionist. You can see her on TV quite often and best-selling author of the 1010 series. Good morning to you, Sarah. Good morning, guys. Thank you so much for having me. And I just have to say, I love what you're doing. How fabulous. Oh, Monday's when we need it most, Sarah. And we know that February is when 80% of us bail on our New Year's health resolutions. That's a massive chunk of people. How are we going to stay motivated? How do you keep on it when you're sort of like, oh, it's all a bit hard? I know. It's, it's such an interesting fact, that one, and statistic. And so what happens is people basically... Never, they had their news resolution and they just never had really the how to their why and the how they're going to execute what their goals are. I mean, it's all good and well to say, I want to get fit, I want to get healthy, I want to lose weight, I want to do X, Y, Z. But if you don't actually have a plan in place, um, that's why people fail within six weeks. Sarah, joining a gym can be quite expensive. So there are ways to work out at home, isn't there? Oh, look, I'm telling you right now, I'm a single mum with three kids and I used to do my work. I used to do lunges up and down the hallway while brushing my teeth. I used to do tricep dips on the edge of the bathtub. I, there were so many things I used to skip at home. There's lots of things you can do at home. Um, and I think also accountability. It's always great to set goals. I always say to my patients, set your goals, be realistic, just go from week to week. It just improve on the last workout. Don't look too far ahead. Um, because often that can just be a bit overwhelming, especially if it might come to getting to a healthy weight. Or uh, So um, I love goal setting because you just kind of mark them off as you go week to week. And especially when you're building up cardiovascular fitness, you know, one day if you're just walking and power walking and then a light jog and, and you can do those kind of things. I think exercise is best done first thing in the morning on an empty tummy. And oh, I also, can't, Sarah. We're, not, we're on air. I know. This is the thing. I mean, it's a perfect time for a good old jog and I see everybody else doing it in the morning. I'm like, great idea, guys, but do I want to run at 12 p.m. when we knock off? Not really. I know. It's rubbish. You can't even, I can't even take my dog for a walk until after 7 p.m. because the pavement's too hot. Oh, it's hot, isn't it? I know. I know. So, um, but there's also, I wanted to mention, a lot of my patients come in with apps and what they do is when they can't even afford a lot of things and there's apps where you can log your progress and they've got like bell curves or they've got graphs in there and they can show you your, your improvement in your sleep because we've also got to address things in that holistic approach to health and wellness. You're right when you say it's everywhere. Um, Sarah <laughs> DiLorenzo, thanks for joining us this morning uh, as we uh, do a little bit of Monday motivation. We appreciate it. We'll check in with you again. Right. I really hope I motivated everyone because let me tell you, it's worth it when you get to your goal. Just go and put your sneakers on. Once you've got your sneakers on, <laughs> you're ready to you're go. Right. And the first thing is just get out the door. And then you then you just wait, then you'll think I may as well do it now. I'm out the door. Yeah. <laughs> Monday motivation. Back every Monday, right through until HBF Run for a Reason, which is back. Join us Sunday the twenty first of May and you can enter now, but hurry, early bird pricing ends March five. The Pete Matt and Kimber podcast for ABC Blinds four million dollar clearance sale. Next ninety four point five.